Welcome to the Vineyard Northridge Weekly Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by our special guest speaker. For more information about our church, visit our website at vineyardnorthridge.org or find us on social media at Vineyard Northridge. So um, without further ado, Matt and Melissa, come on up and, and just share your hearts with us. Let's give them a nice, warm welcome. First off, uh, yeah, we just want to thank Neil and Dennis. Dennis, we haven't gotten to know too well, but Neil, we've gotten, gotten to know really well in the past two months or so, and, and we want to thank Wes and everybody just for having us tonight, today. It's not night yet, is it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, so yeah, we really appreciate it, and uh, this has been an amazing opportunity for us, and uh, we're excited to to uh, start doing what God has planned for us. So it's been really cool. So did you have Yeah, anything? and to Shane and Hannah for and to Shane, introducing us. And yes. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We love you. Okay. Um, okay so I was I'm gonna, just going to stand up here while you're going to stand talk. while I speak? Yeah. Okay. You're going to make me nervous. Um, <laughs> I actually uh, I had a little vision during that last song, and I thought uh, it was worth sharing. It fits right in with with what uh, Neil was talking about just a moment ago uh, with, with the rest. And uh, what I saw was this room exactly and everyone in worship. And the flood wasn't a crashing flood. Like, it wasn't violent. It was the water, like liquid, gooey, loving Holy Spirit, just <laughs> overcoming everyone and filling the entire room. So you're diving deep without having to move. So, so I just wanted to let you guys know I saw that. So, and actually, if you guys don't mind standing for just a second, I just want to thank Jesus and just praise him for just 30 seconds. Let's just, let's just do the thing that's the real thing here. We just thank you, Jesus, for being here. We thank you that where two of us, two or more are gathered, you are in our midst, and we just... We thank you so much for the amazing things that you're doing in our lives, the amazing things that you're going to do in our lives, and we just love you, and we appreciate you, and whoa, we just thank you so much. Holy Spirit, thank you for moving freely throughout the room. I just thank you for touching us as, as your message gets laid out here today, and we just thank you for divine understanding. We thank you for uh, revelation. We thank you for... You know, all those things that you want to deliver to us today. We just praise you and thank you so much, Jesus. Whoa. Amen. All right. So I, uh, I was, uh, Melissa's going to talk about the school, so, or the, the, the class. So I'm going to leave that to her. And I'm going to try and not take up all the time so that she has time to do that. So, uh, but I did, uh, I was praying about what, what to speak on today, and uh, uh, God told me childlike faith. So, um, we've all heard of childlike faith, and um, if you're anything like me, I never really thought too much about it. The idea is, you know, little kids, and they have faith, right? Um, he actually led me to Matthew 
18, and uh, I learned that uh, he thinks a little bit differently about what it is to be childlike and to be a child. So um, in Matthew 18, 3, it says, sorry, I didn't organize myself very well. Uh, I usually uh, try to start in the King James Bible because that's what the concordances are attached to. And, uh, but we love translations, so um, yeah, we'll, we'll look into lots of different translations. But Matthew 18, 1 through 3, uh, the beginning is just the disciples being the disciples. They're concerned about, you know, who's the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Um, but Jesus' answer was really cool. It wasn't a parable. It was, he called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them. And said, Verily, truthfully, I say unto you, except you be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. Now, it sounds kind of like, okay, all right, become as little children. What, what is that like? Does run around, run amok, be crazy? Um, I found in the New English translation, the net, I call it the net Bible. Uh, I always picture it, it capturing me. So uh, they have a footnote. <laughs> And uh, uh, the, I'll, I'll go ahead and read the net translation, too. It says, uh, he called a child, had him stand among them, and said, I tell you the truth, unless you turn around and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. The footnote under, under that says, the point of the comparison to become like little children has more to do with a child's trusting spirit as well as willingness to be dependent and receive from others than any inherent humility the child might possess. So trusting spirit. Trust. It's a big word. It's a big thing. I think uh, I'm sure all of us have had our share of what trust looks like in our life and in our troubles with it. So uh, very interesting. The other thing that I thought was really interesting was that Jesus thinks this is a really big deal. He said, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. And the second footnote from the net translation says, the negation in Greek, I'm not going to try to pronounce it, I'm sorry, is very strong here. So the negative side of that, what he's saying, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven, is very strong in that moment if you don't become like a child. So that tells me that Jesus thinks it's a really big deal that we become like children. So how do we do that? So the first thing I wanted to look up, I, I looked into, I found trust there. And so I wanted to look into, well, what, what is trust? Just, I like definitions. I like having an idea of what, what we're talking about. So I yeah, looked in Merriam-Webster. What's that? We're real wordy people. Yeah. We like words, <laughs> like looking them up in the dictionaries and the thesaurus, yeah. the Strongs, the Thayers, all the books. All the books. Give me all the books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so according to Merriam-Webster, trust, it's a verb. There's a transitive verb. And it says to rely on the truthfulness or accuracy of. And then it says believe. So that's a big one right there. So trust is related to believe. So I went ahead and looked at believe. And it's to accept, accept something as true, genuine, or real. So now we're looking at 
belief, accepting something as true, genuine, or real, being at the core of being childlike. So from there, I decided to find out what Strong said about belief. Now, the uh, King James Version does not have the word believe in Matthew 18, 1 through 3. But three verses later, in Matthew 18, verse 6, the word believe is in there, and it's still referring to the children. So I'm going to, we'll go ahead and read on through verse 4 through 6. He says, Whosoever there shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of, kingdom of heaven. And whoso shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, there's my word believe, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. That sounds pretty terrible. But we're not going to focus on that right now. We're going to focus on that word believe. That word in the Strong's, which is the Greek definition, the word is, I'm going to try and pronounce this one, pistuo. And it's from the base word that means to have faith. So now we get where childlike faith is about. It is about believing. It says pistuo means not just to believe, but also to be persuaded of, and hence to place confidence in, to trust, and signifies, in this sense of the word, reliance upon. And it says it's, it is translated commit unto, commit to one's trust, or be committed unto. So commitment, we love marriage language. That's another thing that uh, George and Winnie have introduced <laughs> to us. And uh, Jesus is coming for his bride, and we are his bride. And whenever you find marriage language, it, it just, it gets me. And commit to, commit unto, be committed to, is all speaks of marriage. So that is faith. So childlike faith, then is to be committed to and believe and trust unwaveringly. All of a sudden, it sounds a lot bigger than just, oh, I got faith, brother. You know, like, you know, it's... <laughs> so so I'm, I'm asking, what does it look like? It's not something you build up. You don't have to work for it. The reason is because Jesus actually provides the faith that we need to have childlike faith. It's not something that we have to work a muscle or do anything. It's good to build faith, but building faith is, is steps you can take. But you don't have to have it to start. And the main reason is because faith comes by hearing. So the faith that you hear from others is going to give you faith to step out and release that faith. So, so childlike faith looks like believing in your good dad. It's your papa. When he tells you something and trusting that he will always keep his promises. Because even though we've all had experiences with letdown, we've all had problems, we've all had things where, you know, you thought someone was one way and they turned out to be another, or someone said something and they didn't come through, or... 
my daddy wasn't good to me. My daddy beat me. My, you know, I mean, we, we've all been through, you know, terrible things. But none of those are Papa God. He is the one thing in the entire universe and known existence that would never break a promise. And he's always, always with you. Um, so I was asking God, okay, well, you know, that's great. We've delved into the word. You know, I feel like there's good evidence here. What, practically, what, did this, what does this look like? And he reminded me of a day about 12 years ago when uh, I was just kind of wandering about the universe and everything. I'm, I, I've been a Christian since I was four, but I don't feel like I ever started a real relationship with Jesus until that day. Um, I just decided out of the blue that I was going to believe what the Bible said. And I know that sounds weird, but I want you all to ask yourself, do you actually believe that what this says is true? Because if you don't, it's life as usual. And all this junk that's going on in the world, all this trouble, all these financial problems, all these things that, that people get hung up on, it's going to continue. But one thing I found is when I said, I walked in the house, and I said, hey, I think maybe we should just go ahead and believe that the Bible, what it says is true. And within a week, our life changed. We started seeing supernatural things. We started, and, and we were, you know, young Christians at the time, if you will. Like, our, our, our walk with Jesus was very, very <laughs> baby. Uh, he, he gave us so much grace. But, <laughs> but our, our life just changed, and it was because we decided to believe something. Yeah. And um, so I think that's a really good example of what childlike like faith looks like. Um, the other thing was, uh, this was a, a few years after that, um, my son Eden, uh, my oldest, he was, I think, four, maybe five, but I think he was four at the time, um, was asking us to get him. We didn't have, we didn't have any money at the time. We were, we were barely making thing, ends meet. And uh, he, he asked us, you know, for some Superman pajamas. And we said, well, Sorry, buddy, <laughs> you know, that's, you've got other pajamas, you know, you'll be, you'll be fine, but, you know, if you really want them, ask Jesus. And uh, <laughs> Melissa was doing laundry the next day, two yeah. days, yeah. a couple days later, whatever, and uh, when she moved the clothes from the washer to the dryer, yeah. um, she saw a flash of red. She didn't remember putting anything red in the washer. But she saw a flash of red, and she's like, oh, well, that was weird. Okay, maybe, maybe something red was in there. Uh, sure enough, when she emptied the dryer, there was a Superman pajamas in, in the dryer. So Literally, in his size, and, Superman yeah. pajamas came forth from the dryer. <laughs> <Right>. Like, <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else that is. <laughs> we did not have them. We did and not. And then all of a sudden, we did. <laughs> so... So yeah, another very good example of, of childlike faith. He, he obviously, he didn't do it in front of us. We didn't pray with him or anything. We said, ask Jesus. And, and he obviously did. <laughs> so 
Um, so it's, this, it's real. It's real. What, what God says in here is real. And our lives can be what he designed for them to be. And I just want to encourage you guys that, you know, there's, there is a lot going on. I mean, the world is, the U.S. is crazier than I think it's ever been in like the past four or five years, you know. And we can easily lose our focus, just like what, what Wes was saying, you know, the mess that's going on. But our focus needs to be Jesus, always. And not just the concept of Jesus, what he did, what he finished. His work on the cross took care of all of this. We've got a good Papa in heaven that will always take care of us. Way better than our Roth IRA. Way better than working 60, 70 hours a week to make ends meet. I mean, the concept of rest that he was talking about. God, when we first moved, I've got tons of stories, so I'm going to try and try and not take too much longer. So but <laughs> when we first moved to Harrisburg, because God, that was a whole God thing, obviously. Um, we didn't have any money, didn't have a job, and God told me to rest. And I was like, how am I supposed to do that? I, he had me pull. Uh, I had a Roth IRA. I had uh, a 401k. Um, between those two things, that actually got me through the first school year at the ministry school. I paid all our bills, covered everything. And he said, rest. And I was coming out of a mindset of, I've got to provide for my family. I've got to work my butt off, you know, because... I was making 55, 60,000 before we moved, and now I'm coming into nothing. And, uh, and I had trouble making ends meet before. <laughs> and we had just gotten an, our, our youngest, uh, our, our little, little daughter had just been born yeah, well, six months just, before, yeah. eight months before we, we moved to Harrisburg. And, um, so he said rest, and so of course it actually took me uh, about six of the nine months um, of the school year to come to a place where I actually could say, oh, you, you got this? Uh, because I, I, couldn't, I couldn't let go and say, oh man, you know, like, like I've got to do this. I mean, I took on two, two jobs, three jobs at times. When, when our first son was born, I was working three jobs, two part-time and a full-time, because I wanted her to be able to be home with the kids. And that, you know, that was how we had to make money. You know, I, I had to do what I had to do. And God broke me of that. It took a long time. And I mean, in the grand scheme of things, six months really isn't all that long. But it took me six months to finally sit down and say, okay, you know, what do you want to do? And I'll tell you guys, we've never lacked. Yeah. It's been eight years, mm -hmm. about eight years now since we moved there. And now we have moved back. And we've lacked for nothing financially. Yeah. Uh, I've never had a late bill. I've never missed a payment on anything. I've never, you know, we've, people have given us money. People have given us food. We've never had to ask. We, I mean, he takes care of us. It's, it's true. He's not lying. Yeah. So I just wanted to make that abundantly clear because uh, we're just normal. Just because I'm up here, guys, it's like the first time I've ever been up in front of people. Hope, hope you know that. 
<laughs> I mean, we did it at school. You know, we, we second year in, in school, we, uh, we did student preaching. But, you know, like, I'm just like you guys. Like, it's the people that stand up here, even the ones that have been doing it for 20 years, it's, there's nothing special about us. All we did was say yes. And that's what I want to offer to you guys today is childlike faith. What are your dreams? I know every single person in here has something that they've foregone. They've let go because life has been rough. Things have happened. You know, God planted the dreams in your heart for a reason. He wrote your story before you were born. And all it takes is childlike faith and one little step. That's all it takes. I could, we could have never gone to ministry school, but I heard God. I, I knew it was him, and I said, we're going to do it. I, told, I made the, the mistake was I told her, and I couldn't back out once I told her because she wanted to go to this, like I said, long story. But anyway, <laughs> once I told her, I knew I had to follow through. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, and, and I'm sorry, I feel like this may be a little bit heavy and I wish I could lighten it up a little bit, but I think you guys are coming into this season where this is important, you know? It, it, takes, a, it takes a step. And sometimes, I, I wrote this out because I didn't want to get it wrong. Childlike faith can be as small as a single step. And I found more often than not, childlike faith is a simple yes. Just tell them yes. And watch them work. It's not, I mean, there are hard parts. There's hard parts in every part of life. But it's not a work. It's not something that you've got to try. You say yes, and God's like, sweet, that's what I've been waiting for. I've been waiting for you to say that all your life. That's why I put it in there. So I just want to encourage you guys. Step into. Step into what he has designed for you. Because... You've got so much more than just coming to church on Sunday. And I'm not being condemnation, no condemnation. I'm not, you know, I just want to let you know, like, God wants this. We, he wants a spotless and pure bride. How is that going to happen? It's us. You know, how's the world going to change? It's us. But we can't do it if we don't believe that he can back up what he said. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this message. For more information about our church, visit vineyardnorthridge.org or find us on social media at Vineyard Northridge.